Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coach's Cup. I'm Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender. I'm one of the amazing No BS coaches with the No BS Weight Loss Program. And you are amazing. I agree. Oh, thank you. Today, we are talking about asking better questions. Because sometimes people mm-hmm. work themselves into a state of stuckness <laughs> <laughs> because they, they ask the wrong questions. Right. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we want to talk about today. I think we've both seen this in coaching clients. They start thinking, especially, you know, if I tell them they need to be journaling, they start, well, what do I need to be journaling about? I don't know if I'm doing this right. I don't. And, and, you know, before you know it, they've got (laughs) all of this, this little thought tornado. (laughs) I'm like, Sonia, wait a minute. Our clients, what about us? Like, (laughs) (laughs) well, maybe us too. (laughs) There's a little bit of that goes on in my life almost every day. So this is this is absolutely the perfect conversation to be having today. It is. It is moving forward. Yeah. So, so how to ask better questions. So we were, um, we were talking about this and there are a couple of things uh, that can lead us to asking better questions. And one of the things we were talking about is identifying our values. Yes. That's so, uh, so important to know because oftentimes we can find ourselves or clients. I'm, I'm going to talk about me, you know, okay. when I'm in, when I'm in conflict with, um, a person or a situation, it's because it's conflicting with my values. And oftentimes by using the model, I find uh, it's because I'm not aligned. My thinking is not aligned yeah. with, yeah. with, with my values. We talk about that. So there's. Um, knowing your values is important because then you see when you are not getting the result you want in your life, what the conflict is. Yeah. You know, um, I was listening to um, Brene Brown's dare to lead Mm -hmm. and she talks a lot about, about understanding what your values are Mm -hmm. and how important it is to make to be aware of them because so many of our decisions, so many of our conflicts uh, come from those values. And many times we walk through life without ever really understanding what our values are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so one thing that my husband and I did after I listened to the, to the book, she has a, a list of values that you can print out. Mm. And so I went through and circled about 10 or 11. That's what she suggested. And she suggests, you know, just circling a bunch of them and then going back and really pinpointing which three, two or three are our core values for you. Right. Right. And so I did that and I had my husband do that. And um, it was interesting. Our values really align. Ah, and Yeah. Even though they weren't exactly the same, they were like along the same lines. And I wish it's been a couple of months since we did that. Um, I wish I could remember exactly, exactly what they were like the wording, but um, so both of us, financial stability is one of our values. Mm -hmm. That's important to us. 
Mm-hmm. And it affects the way we spend money. It affects the way we make money. It mm-hmm. affects a lot of the things we do. Um, but I think one of us had it listed as ambition and one of us had it listed as um, it, the wording was slightly different, but it was interesting because both of us, the core was that we wanted financial stability. And, you know, it came from um, both of us, from our childhood, from, from patterns that yeah. started way back then. Old programming. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's really cool. And I'm getting ready to go off on a tangent. It was similar thought pattern. I was um, coaching a client the other day, or it was in my thinking about, you know, a big part of changing thought patterns is recognizing and cheering yourself on, right? Like celebrating the small wins. And we've podcast on that before. Mm -hmm. So that got me thinking about, you know, what is the difference in being affirming and being a cheerleader? And Mm -hmm. so I went down the Googles and found that, you know, that like cheerleading is like that feelings are fleeting, but affirming affirmations are to character traits that we like, which is similar to this huh. thing you're doing around um, values. You know, yeah. it was like trusting and empathetic. And, you know, so those are character traits that you want to affirm in yourself. So along the similar lines of. I love that. I can see how that that's really, that's useful because so many times we think about those interchangeably. Mm-hmm. I have to be the cheerleader for myself. Yes. And that's, that never has resonated with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I feel similarly, like, and sometimes when coaching, like it's, it, you know, I want to be true to what feels true to me too. I'm not a big cheerleader. Yeah, I yeah. do, you know, but I get the premise and the, the science behind it and the, the mm-hmm. change talk that needs to happen. Um, but I really like the, the affirming because it's, I, I'm a trusting person. I trust myself. Yeah. I trust myself by following my plan or, you know, following the dotted line on the road, staying between the solid and the dotted, you know, like right. we all trust that everyone's going to follow the rules. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Not- okay. <laughs> I love that. So, so part of, well, but part of, um, asking better questions is to understanding those values, those okay. important traits and, and, um, uh, bringing those out somehow making, making your, um, questions more about what, what's really going to be important to me asking, yeah. you know, what is your compelling reason? It's got to go back to your values, your values. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. 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 So true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, so you go next. I, I started us out with values. <laughs> What's organization? What's way? <laughs> huh? I'm like organization. So I have, yeah. this, <laughs> I have this, I have this thought that Sonia is so much more organized than me. And when we get on the podcast, she provides structure and you know, that's so me, prim and proper. So, right. right well, yeah, <laughs> no. stuckness is very self-focused. Hmm. And feeling like you, you're not asking the right question, that can be because we're focused too much on us. Right, right. Is this, this is where we want to tell that story? Yeah. Drive home. Can we, yeah. can we, where did we find it from? Did we just hear it out there somewhere? 
Um, well, actually, I think I think this one came from uh, the Big Leap, right? The mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the podcast, right, where he was talking about the cus- uh, the client that was perseverating on his problem and had mm-hmm. been stuck for quite a while, and called him and was was asking Gay for you know advice, whatever, and Gay was listening to him and said, you know, well, let me ask you this: on your way home, what uh, did something stick out to you? What stuck out to you? And it was that he had noticed his neighbor, his elderly neighbor's front porch needed to be swept. And so he went and did that. Gay told him to go do it while he was on the phone. While he was on the phone, he waited and he came back and he talked about how much better he felt. And, um, and what this did was get his thinking outside the box, Mm -hmm. got him in motion. Yeah. Got him forward moving, moving. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I see this, um, with students today a lot Mm -hmm. because our, I think our young people and our middle-aged people, we get very self-absorbed. We are, and especially with COVID Mm -hmm. because we have kind of pulled back from other people. Um, but it is so easy for young people to get stuck in their phones or on their computers or, you know, in social media and they get so inside themselves Mm -hmm. that this anxiety builds up and they don't know what to do with it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just giving them something forward focusing Mm -hmm. can can just be a release. You know, when we were kids, I'm not going to say we both had to walk uphill both ways to school or anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I had chores. I lived on a farm. Mm -hmm. I did not have a lot of time to Mm -hmm. sit and focus on me. And thankfully, I I am very thankful I didn't have social media to focus on as a teenager because that's so tough. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we didn't have a lot of time to sit and focus on us. And I think now we have so much more time to sit and just kind of be self-absorbed. Yeah. That is, that's, I, I totally agree with that being the source of our stuckness often. Right. And, you know, we, we see that often in weight loss clients, like that when, when the thoughts are so inward direction, where they're hating on their body, where they're absolutely just so focused on what they don't have mm-hmm. and not seeing what they do have and the potential they are like, because again, they are so inward focused. Yeah. They can't see outside of themselves how to take that step forward. That's, mm-hmm. that's some stuckness. Yeah. Yeah. And just, you know, not only does it get you unstuck, but it also does something for somebody else. Right. Right. And it's, it's funny how just that little that little jiggle in your brain, you know, that redirect yep. can be the movement you need. So true. So true. And we, and we all need it, whether it's in our weight loss journey, whether it's in um, organizing our lives or, oh, yeah. or whatnot, it's, this is transferable. Yes. To any no. area that you are stuck. <laughs> yeah, no, I see it. I see it happen often with, with um, clients of mine who are, who are in a job and they don't feel like they can um, take that next step or they don't feel like their boss likes them mm-hmm. or they, you know, it's something that's happening to them. And, 
if you hear yourself starting to play the victim, that's always a key. Mm. That right there should cue up the music that you need to focus outward. Mm -hmm. For me, you know, if I start seeing myself as the victim in some situation, I know that I am too self-absorbed, that I am too self-focused and I need to get out of myself. That is so true. The many times I, I have noticed the similar, um, when I think, you know, oh, I can't, no one wants to hear what I have to say, blah, 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 you know, normal brain stuff. But when you, when you get hooked into it and you feel stuck, it shows up in other areas and I, I don't move forward in small projects or work on my calendar. And so getting outside of myself, serving someone else, Mm -hmm. seeing the bigger picture is, is just expanding my thinking and my, um, my values. Yeah. And, you know, many times that's driven by that other thing that we've talked about, which is fear. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Many times to be afraid of. Yeah. What do we have to be afraid of? Right. There are no dinosaurs. There are no Oh my gosh, this is funny. Okay. This, so, <laughs> you know, I'm afraid of the dark. I've probably, I'm sure I've mentioned it somewhere in a podcast, <laughs> but I came across a TikTok, you know, actually I'm not on TikTok. It was on Instagram, but how Instagram shares mm-hmm. the TikToks. Yeah. And it was the lady and I could not, I watched it the first time and I was like, what is she doing? So she's like shutting a light off and then she runs to the next room and she shuts in and there's like this shadow behind her, right? Like this person, (laughs) I totally got it. I was like, oh my God, that is me. I totally am afraid, like had that vision of, you know, that there was something chasing behind me when I turned the lights out Mm -hmm. and I had no idea that other people had this fear. (laughs) Because we get so self-focused that we think it's only us. <laughs> anyway, right? We do. <laughs> Sorry for the bunny trail. It's no, no. I think, like, I think that's a great example. Yeah. And she like runs and jumps in the bed. And then the, and then the, the, the shadow thing goes like, darn, you know, like, <laughs> mister, yes, mister. because you know how you would tell yourself if I, right. if I get on the bed, it can't get me. And, you know, and like, I was like, wow, I just like that whole 30 seconds of this woman shutting off lights, running to get to her bed, spoke volumes to me about the human brain. Like we are programmed for fear to survive. Like this is not, this is, this can be a problem Uh if we don't have awareness. Yeah. And, you know, I've been, I've been thinking and writing a lot about that uh, in recent weeks. I don't really, I don't really know what started it, but it's, it's the, the whole thing is very curious to me how we're wired to negativity and wired to fear. And maybe we'll have to talk about that sometime. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, that's also, it's this, it's this tug of war because it, it does make us afraid to step out and do things, but it's also the thing that keeps pushing us a little bit, and, right. you know, nudging us forward just a little bit. Um, think of fear as not a problem, but, oh, I'm doing, moving in the right direction. This yeah, scares yeah. me just enough. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe maybe we'll we'll talk about that sometime. But here we're talking about fear causing your stuckness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I think one of the most powerful things that we can do is recognize fear for what it is. Mm-hmm. Because fear likes to mask itself. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the big things I see, and you probably see this too, is it masks itself as anger. Mm, yeah. A, a, a lot of things, anger. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so, you know, if we can just look at it and say, why, why am I feeling stuck? What is this thing? Is there something I'm afraid of? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it could be, it's probably old programming again. Old programming. That's where it usually goes back to. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is that old programming, you know, and, and fear usually we, we were talking about this before. Um, one of the things that Gay Hendricks talks about are those, those four F's of fear, um, and now I'm not going to be able to remember them all. Flight, fight, freeze and faint, freeze and faint. Yes, those are okay. Flight and fight are are, are easy because that's that's the ones we always think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know a lot of us fall under the faint one, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I didn't understand until he explained it. And it's really when we just kind of zone out, right? Yeah, I, I thought to me it sounded like overwhelm. But you, you called it buffering, but I was like, yeah. you know, it sounded like overwhelm where we just spin around. We don't make decisions, which lay on the couch and watch Netflix and eat Cheetos. <laughs> yeah. Popcorn. Yeah. Actually, we're both yeah. popcorn people. Right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Did you have to bring up popcorn? Sorry. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my story last night. I actually said to my daughter, so I don't know what what she said, but I was like, I was laying here thinking about how puffy I am from the popcorn I ate last night. (laughs) Yeah. And, and we, we do that because of some kind of fear. And so part of asking, you know, one of the questions that we need to be asking is what am I, yeah, what am I afraid of? Because it's usually something so simple and so small. What am I afraid of, Sonia? Coach me on this. What is it? <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. Stop. <laughs> Back it up. I think it's it's being behind. You know, uh-huh. that thought. That thought, I'm I'm behind. I'm never gonna catch up. Oh my god, I'm never gonna catch up. Yeah, I may know you too well to coach you on this because I wasn't <laughs> gonna ask you. I'd just be like, you're afraid that you're behind, that you're not doing enough. Yes. <laughs> I'm just gonna lay it out for you. But you know what? How many of us women are yes. deal with that same fear? It, I, and it, I'm not good enough. I'm not as good as the person next to me. We do it, it all it, the time. It feels like hoo hockey when I tell myself, well, it's what I got done today. I, this is enough. <laughs> but I'm like, but it didn't get this whole list done over here. You know, oh, it's, yeah, I get it. I know you get it too. I, I, we all get it. I, whew. I would challenge anybody, (laughs) if you don't understand this problem, please comment because I want to pick your brain, right? What are you doing? Yeah. Um, I, we all have the fear that we are not good enough Mm -hmm. and 
being able to name that, to be honest with it, and to be able to say, you know what, mm-hmm. I, I, you got to talk back to it. I am good enough, mm-hmm. and these are the reasons why. Yeah, I was I was coaching a client on this just the other day, and you know she was talking about all the reasons she wasn't uh, a good mom. And I said, so wait just a minute. I said, tell me some reasons you're an amazing mom. And she was like, what? Yeah. And I I, tell me some reasons you're an amazing mom. You have two, you know, teenager, almost grown kids. You've kept them alive. So tell me, tell me how. Yeah. And she started naming those. I said, see, those are available to us. Mm -hmm. We don't focus on them. Because of old programming, we've just, we've just believed, we've just accepted that that's how it is. And we don't question ourselves, which, you know, the key to, to a changed life is going to be to question everything. Yes. What else could be true here? And, and the better question to get unstuck. Yeah. What's a better question I could ask myself. I notice I'm thinking this way, you know, what, wait a minute, how is this not true? What's a better question? Yeah. And, you know, usually most of the bad questions start with, well, why didn't I, or why couldn't I, no, those are not useful. No, no, those, those would even, I would go those those inside questions. (laughs) Right. And and they're like indulgent too, because when you make it about the self, when you're stewing in that pot of making it about the self, it's just the brain just swirling around. It's another form of self-preservation. Yes, it is. Absolutely. And, and it's not going to get us unstuck. So start looking outside. Look, you know, what, what is this about? What am I afraid of? What have I committed to, (laughs) you know, what story have I committed to believing that that's making me think this way, move it outside of the self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and then look for for that origin. What is that origin story? Like the early programming? Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I'm like clarification here. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Uh, thinking oh. about what, what causes this, the story mm-hmm. that we're telling ourselves mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that we're not good enough. Mm-hmm. You know, I think women and motherhood is, is that's just a huge stick that we use to beat ourselves with. And it's because we have this um, story running in our culture about what a mother is supposed to oh. be. And it's so unrealistic, you know, because everyone, it's all the things it's, it's, it's other people's highlight reels is what I think of like yes. social media has just torn us up and how we, we don't want to post our, you know, real life shit and the struggles that we have, which is so what I love about Corinne, right? Like she hangs all the, all the things out there, all the struggles, um, and, and not the highlight reel. Yeah. Like real life shit. Yeah. So, you know, what is that origin story? It's probably not true to begin with. So once you realize what it is, toss it out. Get rid of it and start asking. Now, the question you go to is, how can I move forward? What little step can I take? Yeah. And my brain. Go ahead. uh, You know, I was just thinking like when I, when I do find myself stuck, um, 
And, and I know we're focusing on asking a better question, but I, so I, let's just see, I go, I think to myself, what's, what's one thing I can do right now. And what's one thing I can take off my list. I mean, I just keep it that simple. Mm-hmm. What's one thing that that's going to move me forward and yeah. just kind of always moving in that direction. Yeah. And I love that because, you know, it, it does, it does give you that little, just that tiny little bit of momentum. Sometimes yep. that's all you need. Yep. Like the guy who swept his neighbor's porch, that's all yep. he needed. And just the power of making that decision. What's one thing I can do and what's one thing I can take off today. Mm-hmm. It feels empowering movement. And, and, you know, one other thing I want to talk about, cause both of us were interested in this um, in something that we read about when, when people ask a question, we're always like, Hmm, Hmm? what is the reason that asks that making that sound? Hmm. Oh yeah. 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 So it's go me. go. So that was the connecting of the hemispheres. It's the only thing we can do that connect the right and the left hemisphere of the brain. Yeah. And I just like, it was just like a, such an aha, because I thought, you know, I do consider myself a verbal processor and speaking it out loud. And I will coach my clients. I'm like, if you can't put it on paper, say it out loud. Yeah. What am I thinking? What am I feeling right now? What story is going on in my brain? Like, so that you can make these connections for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, if you think about it, meditation, when yeah. you think about very, I guess, formal meditation I don't know if that's a thing or not but <laughs> they they will hum hmm they mm. will make that mm. <laughs> oh which is so interesting yeah because you're thinking hmm. hmm getting the brain going yeah so you know do that try it. it it may sound silly but if that's all it takes if that's all the momentum you have is to hmm mm-hmm. and focus on the question how can I move forward? Don't focus on an answer. Focus on the question. How can I move forward? And hmm. hmm. Oh, I love that, Sonia. So I guess this week for, for our call to action, I, I'm going to encourage our listeners to try that. Have everybody out there <laughs> humming to themselves. But when you feel yourself getting stuck, number one, what fear? Where is your fear coming from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you figure out the origin of it? Mm-hmm. And then what's one little step you can take to move forward? And I love the way you add taking one thing off your list. Cause that's mm-hmm. like kind of a double, a double. Yeah. yeah it's like, boom, decisions. Like yeah. this, this is bullshit right here. I can take this one off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anything you want to add? Oh, let's see. I, I, I think I was thinking of that. What's one thing when you find yourself stuck this week, what's one thing you can uh, do right now? And what's one thing you can take off the list? Yeah. It's it gets you going. That's right. That's all we're looking for. is just one little step forward. Get that yeah. momentum rocking. Yeah. It's good to all see you, Sonia. It's good to see you too. And we will see you all again next week on the coaches cup. Um, I haven't asked in a while, but if you enjoy this podcast, please go to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. (laughs) Yes, do it. You can give us a four-star, but we'd really like a five-star and keep listening. Tell your friends about us. Share the word. That's right. All right. Well, we'll see you next week.